It's time for Shattered Soulstone. Featuring the latest news from Sanctuary and beyond. Each episode, a heroic party of Nephilim band together to help keep you informed on everything in the Diablo universe. And now, your Diablo Community Podcast. Coming to you from somewhere in Sanctuary, this is episode 407 of Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo Community Podcast. This episode is called Server Slam. It is April 21st, 2023, and this is Jen. I've got a bunch of things to talk about. As always, you may have guessed this is going to be a lot of Diablo 4 stuff in here, and probably until, you know, June, but uh, this is, I mean, I think this is what we're all excited about. So yeah, it's called Server Slam this time around this episode. So there is an article from The Gamer, which is has been posted on Microsoft Start, which is one of those websites that sort of aggregates news and has a bunch of different topics that usually don't last for long on the site. So... It's just that kind of thing. You've probably run into those before. So this is from The Gamer, and it's titled, Blizzard puts together, quote, crisis map, end quote, of games it cannot ship due to staff losses. This is written by Rhiannon Bevan uh, today. Almost two years since allegations of workplace abuse came to light, Blizzard is still losing too many workers to sustain itself. That is according to current employees venting their frustrations on Twitter, blaming poor leadership, and a forced return to work order that put an end to working from home. Due to this, workers say that Blizzard has put together a quote, crisis map, end quote, deciding which games it can and cannot launch with its current staffing levels. This is far from the position Blizzard would like to find itself in, considering the multiple live services it has to keep afloat and is its ongoing merger with Microsoft. As reported by IGN, the first worker to vent their frustrations was Twitter user Adam Glaxagrov, who said that the Glaxagrov, Glaxagrov is obviously not his last name. I should you know, that's the name he's using on Twitter, um, who said that the team had lost, quote, another person this week. Quote, Blizzard is losing amazing talent because someone in power just doesn't listen to the game directors who make his products, says Adam. I just want to make video games. Can't do that if we get rid of everyone who made World of Warcraft Dragonflight. We are creating crisis maps of what we can or cannot ship. That is the loss of capacity we're facing. I literally have a schedule I strike out as people hand in notices. Blizzard has denied this is the case and said that making decisions around priorities, iterating, and ensuring quality are everyday parts of game development, end quote. However, Adam's tweet is still live at the time of writing, and his perspective was echoed by fellow World of Warcraft developer Allison Steele. If this is indeed the case, it may go a long way in explaining why Overwatch 2 launched without features that were advertised in its reveal. In fact, despite being the unique selling point for the game, we still have no real idea when the PvE story mode will be added, leaving us with as much the same setup as we had toward the end of the first Overwatch's life cycle, albeit with 5x5 matches rather than 6x6. In brighter news for Blizzard, Diablo 4's pre-launch campaign seems to be going much better, so staffing levels may vary throughout the company. So there's that. One thing I'd like to say about the no, you can't work from home anymore thing is 
this is a problem. This is a huge problem, and I don't think big corporations should be emphasizing so hard that everyone must come into the office because the first thing that happens is if you are a company that doesn't follow up well enough on COVID precautions, because it's still out there. It really is. People are dying from it. People are getting sick from it. I've seen news sites that I'm not going to name try to pretend that people that went to a huge music concert in California recently that they just got the flu. It's not the flu, um, that kind of thing. Uh, So if you are an immune compromised person or someone in your household is, you definitely don't want to have to go back to work because you could catch, you know, the flu, coronavirus, whatever else is going around and bring it home and not even know it. So I do think that big companies have to ethically decide that, yeah, there's going to be people that can't do this and come into the building every time. And it just sets me off that this is what big companies want to do. They just have to have everybody in one spot and then everyone gets sick at the same time. And, you know, it's just... It's just kind of a stupid move on big corporations part. And I'm going to complain about this forever until they stop doing that. I've got a lot of stuff in here from Wowhead and I'll just summarize it greatly. So Wowhead wrote season four starts on May 4 Diablo 2 resurrected. Um, and there's a live blog summary that they have within this article. We do not know what season four has in store for us, but we will report on it once the information becomes available. Feel free to check out our guides in Diablo 4 Resurrected for Diablo 4 Resurrected in the meantime. So it's got a little bit of that in there. So if you're intending to play uh, season four of Diablo 2 Resurrected, it's going to start on May 4th. David Brevik who was creator of Diablo, uh, Hellgate, a bunch of other games, and is currently the president of Skystone Games, wrote a a bit of a thread here. Uh, There's a person named Eric Schaefer who uh, asked... Uh, who replied to somebody and said 100% happened on Diablo 2 at David Brevik tells the story the best. So of course, David Brevik responded to this, said, true story. Just weeks before Gold Master, we lost everything. We had to cobble the depot and the source code back together from random machines. Some stuff was lost forever. Incredibly, this was not the only time it happened. It happened twice in my career on two different projects, Diablo 2 and Marvel Heroes. Somebody named Cody asked, Asks, do you remember what was lost? Any features or just some like some lines of code? And David Brevik says, most code was saved, but not all. Mainly source models and textures for creatures and environments were lost forever. And someone responded to that. How late in development were you guys when that happened? And he says about four to six weeks weeks before Gold Master. Someone says, can't imagine how the source control can be so corrupted so it would be impossible to restore any data from it. David Brevik says, look up the history of Microsoft's visual source safe. It's littered with tales like this. They eventually stopped making the product. Um, yeah, and it just goes on from there a little bit, but he's really interesting. So if he starts doing a thread about Diablo games, it's well worth checking out. And so now you've heard this one from him. I'm sure there'll be more. Mike Yabara, president of Blizzard Entertainment, posted about the server slam. Uh, and this is what he wrote on Twitter. New rewards to get in Diablo 4 and another chance to play before launch. So here's the rewards. Now... I'm going to preface this, that if you were in the open beta or the one before that for people that had pre-purchased and you got some of these awards already, you don't have to actually go do them again in the server slam. So this is what the rewards will be for people who didn't get into either of those two betas. So 
Rewards. Initial casualty title reached or earned by reaching Kyovestad with one character. Early voyager title earned by reaching level 20 on one character. Beta Wolfpack cosmetic item earned by reaching level 20 on one character. Cry of Ashava mount trophy earned by defeating Ashava with one level 20 character. And then there's a note in here. If you previously earned any of the below rewards from the early access and open beta weekends, you do not need to earn them again. Now, the only one I haven't done is the Ashava thing. So that's probably what I'll be trying to do. It does appear that this beta is going to cut you off at 20 uh, level 20, so um, work fast, I guess. I don't know. Here's the schedule for Ashava. May 13, starting at 9 a.m. PDT. Every three hours thereafter, final spawn, May 14, 9 a.m. PDT. So what I'm going to do if I get into this, because it's a server slam, we have no idea how long the queues are going to be for this, or if we're all in at the same time, and let's see if it lags your computer. I have no idea how this is going to work. I know that Blizzard has done this sort of thing in the past, but I don't know. We'll just see what happens. But with this, I th what I would do if I'm going to jump in and do this, I've got most of these rewards already i don't have the uh cry of ashava mount trophy so i think what i'm going to do is like you know move really fast and get up to 20 as fast as i can and then start trying to jump into that because i know there's good it's supposed to be for a group of people you're not supposed to one shot it is my understanding so i'm hoping i'm hoping to do that and we'll just see how it goes so that's that's definitely a thing and then there's another tweet um somewhere in here about this uh let's see Here's somebody, I'm not going to name the person on Twitter, says, Still salty about we can't transfer our progress from the beta to the final version. Is it possible or, or is there technical difficulties? And Rod Ferguson, um, he said that, uh, let's see, combination of technical complexity and not wanting differently balanced beta characters being used at launch. So, I mean, that's fair, you know, that's totally fair. Okay, Xbox tweeted this. Another day, another chance to hear that sweet, sweet achievement unlocked sound. Now, I'll be playing Diablo 4 on an Xbox, so I'm waiting to hear all those, you know, achievement sounds, and some other people probably are as well. Here's another one from Wowhead. Trophy Hunter, extremely rare monsters Diablo 4 guide now live, written by uh, Jezartros. It's, it's all caps and stuck together, so I'm just, I'm guessing my what that is. Uh, those of us who love the Diablo 3 Templar can bring him with us in spirit in Diablo 4 as we hunt down more extremely rare monsters for the Trophy Hunter achievement. Similar to achievements from prior titles, the Trophy Hunter achievement has us searching every nook and cranny of Sanctuary in order to find unique monsters to slay, be they man, beast, or undead. Luckily, our guide takes the search out of this massive world for you, giving you all the information you need to rock the Merciless and Pursuer titles in no time. And there's literally like a checkbox. If you've killed this one, it checks off for you. And it says, uh, trophy hunter in progress, kill all extremely rare monsters in the open world. This person has killed two out of 15 in this screenshot. With everything from, from spawn locations to guaranteed loot, you'll be killing these targets with ease using our guide as a reference. Grab incredibly powerful special weapons as the monsters die, and you'll be slaying in style as well. Um, and then there's more stuff in there as well, but that's at least something to look at if you want to go find those. 
Uh, Wowhead also has, there's a new banner toy for Greedy Emissary Diablo-themed event coming in 10.1. This is for World of Warcraft. It was named something like Sanctuary something before, but they've changed the name to Greedy Emissary, and it is Diablo-themed. And this looks like a banner that resembles, uh, roughly resembles Lilith on it. It's a new toy reward data mined for the A Greedy Emissary Diablo-themed event coming in 10.1. The new toy is a devilish banner with a uniquely Lilith resemblance, the primary antagonist of Diablo 4. There's some pictures of it in here, so you can check that out if you'd like to. Everything I talk about in this show is going to be in the show notes at ShatteredSoulStone.com, and you can check out whatever you missed over there and grab the article. Uh, maybe don't wait too long on the one that's um, from Microsoft Start, because I don't know how long that's going to last. Wowhead also has PvP deaths in hardcore will be permanent for Diablo 4, written by Silic about eight hours ago from the time I'm recording this. Uh, Global Community Development Director Adam Fletcher, also known as Pez Radar, took to Twitter to announce that PvP deaths in hardcore mode will now lead to the loss of your character in Diablo 4. Two years ago, in an interview with content creator Mr. Llama SC, Blizzard stated that dying in PvP in hardcore will not lead to permanent death, but that they are open to feedback on changing how the system works. Recently, we also covered that the developers didn't design the open-world PvP zones called Fields of Hatred to be fair. You can read more about that in their news article below, and there's a link to that if you want to check that out too. Blizzard posted this, help us gear up for launch during the Diablo 4 server slam, and I'll read you some of this uh, right now. Calling all wanderers in preparation for the launch of Diablo 4 on June 6, we must enlist your demon cleansing services for one final task, server slam. From May 12, 12 p.m. to May 14, 12 p.m. PDT, Everyone can come to Sanctuary's defense on Windows PC, Xbox Series X or S, Xbox One, PlayStation 5, and PlayStation 4, along with couch co-op for consoles and cross-play and cross-progression for all platforms against the armies of the Burning Hells to help us test the durability of our servers. What to expect during Server Slam? This is what I wanted to know specifically, having been in the other two betas. Server Slam will give players one final weekend in hell to experience a fraction of what Diablo 4 has to offer while simultaneously testing the capabilities of our servers prior to launch. The prologue and entirety of Act 1 will be your canvas to paint with the remains of slain demons. Fractured Peaks, the first zone, is yours to navigate as you please. Traverse its rugged landscape as barbarian, druid, necromancer, rogue, or sorcerer, unleashing devastating power upon foes and honing your unique skill set in the process. For those who played during our early access and open beta weekends, these details may seem familiar. However, there are a few nuances we're ushering in with Server Slam. Any character progress made during the early access and open beta weekends will not carry over to Server Slam. Additionally, any character progress made during Server Slam will not carry over to launch. Players may level up their characters to level 20, after which you will cease to gain ability points, but can continue to slay demons and earn allure alluring gear. The legendary item drop rate has been altered to reflect the drop rate that will be present in the launch version of Diablo 4. If you remember, if you were in the open uh, beta, uh, they cranked up the amount of like legendaries you could get at that time, and that's not. Don't expect that in the, in the server slam, is what they're trying to say. 
The, ver the version of Diablo 4 available during Server Slam will include all the bug fixes and updates detailed in our open beta retrospective blog, which I think I mentioned last time around. So this is kind of really interesting to me because a lot of times gaming companies will be like, yeah, tell us what you think, we'll fix it. And then they don't, or they don't talk about it anymore. These guys actually did something. So that's pretty neat. Uh, Fractured Peaks is not only teeming with danger for you to vanquish, but a variety of activities to level up your character with. Visit Kiovashad. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, to repair and purchase new gear, upgrade your healing potion, access the stash, and much more. There's also both main and side quests to experience Sanctuary's rich story. World and Legion events to exercise your martial prowess and dungeons to amass gear from. Overcome Server Slam's biggest challenge, Ashava. Steal yourself before one of the burning hell's most foul machinations, Ashava. She's a lumbering behemoth with two razor-sharp arm blades, scales stronger than plate mail, and hell-bent on ripping through all who interrupt her quest to bathe the sanctuary in poisonous bile. Because your characters can't surpass level 20 during Server Slam, felling her will be quite the monumental task. Here's when, when you'll have an opportunity to combat Ashava during Server Slam, May 13, starting 9 a.m. PDT, and every three hours thereafter until the final spawn on May 14 at 9 a.m. PDT. You can earn awards as you play. I've mentioned a few of them already. There is a picture here of a horse with this, like, sort of a, a golden-looking horn, like, encased in gold and stuff like that, on, like, not where the saddle is, but, like, behind the horse, like it's been strapped on. And, you know, the horse is just standing there with the, with the saddle and all this stuff, waiting for its player to come back. And, yeah, that's what it is. So it's the Cry of Ashava Mount Trophy, earned by defeating Ashava with one level 20 character. We've also reanimated awards rewards from our early access and open beta weekends, giving players another chance at earning these tokens of valor by spilling demon blood. Players who unlock these rewards will receive them once Diablo 4 launches. If you previously earned these rewards from the early access and open beta weekends, you will not need to earn them again. And this is the same ones. And the th ones they're talking about is um, they reach uh, Kyovastad with one character, reach level 20 on one character, and the beta wolf pack cosmetic item reached level 20. How to download the server slam. Uh, it's different if you're on PC, Xbox, or PlayStation, so I'm just going to have you check that out on the Shattered Soulstone website when I, you know, when I put the show notes up, because this is a lot, and I think it'll get confusing if I try to went through if I try to go through all of that right this minute. Um, it does also mention the latest Diablo 4 developer update live stream, which included Riker. I have yet to catch up on that yet, but I, it sounds like it was something pretty good. And um, if you haven't pre-purchased the Diablo 4 Ultimate Edition for your platform of choice and want to triumph over Lilith's Legends with up to four days of early access to launch, visit the shop. I've got the smallest one of those because I feel like that's all I need. But hey, if you want to have all the goodies, then that's the one to do. Rod Ferguson tweeted this. PSA, for the upcoming May 12th Diablo 4 Server Slam test. If you still have the open beta version installed, it will simply be updated to the right version. No new install required. If you hastily uninstalled the open beta, then I'm sorry, but hey, another weekend. Someone said uninstalled it due to I thought it was the last test. And Rob, Rod Ferguson says, you can install the slam. I was just saying that the old version will be updated. So there you go. Um, I left the open beta one in Xbox. I didn't delete it or anything. Uh, the first beta, the 
Uh, one's for people that bought one one of the three versions of Diablo 4. That one was pretty easy to have you know, going, but then it took a while to get Xbox or maybe just Xbox to understand that, hey, there was an open beta at that point in time, and I was trying to get in to play it, and I had to like go searching the internet to figure out how to do that. So... I'm just going to leave that one there and hope that, you know, whatever Blizzard is doing will make it work for me when I get there with all of you, you know. There's an article here from Windows Central, and I think it's hysterically funny. I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's titled, How to Play Diablo 4 and Not End Up Single. (laughs) I think it's kind of funny. It's written by someone named Jennifer Young. The subtitle says, Lilith doesn't share. And there is a picture in this article that has Cartman from... um, what is the name of that? South Park, uh, sitting in front of his computer and kind of smiling. And in the background, there's like a, a mob of people trying to kill Ashava. <laughs> and it's got Ashava the Pestilence at the top. And it's just kind of silly. So I'll read you a little bit of this. Diablo 4 releases on Windows, PC, Xbox, and PlayStation consoles on June 6. And following the developer live stream last night that detailed what to expect in the end game, we can see that this game is going to consume us completely. Following not one, but two weekends of beta testing, fans have been clamoring for more time in the world of Sanctuary, and June is just too far. Blizzard heard our prayers and pleas loud and clear and are blessing us with a third rodeo, the Server Slam, which takes place May 12 through 14 and gives us the opportunity to test all the changes made following player feedback and testing. Diablo 4 will be the first live service version of the franchise with regular seasons and a battle pass to complete. Hold on, battle pass? I didn't think they were going to have a battle pass for this, but apparently maybe they are. Uh, And the end game activities they have promised and look thorough and engaging with 46 days to go until launch. Now would be the best time to get some quality time in with your significant other if you have one as Lilith will command your full attention. And then there's a whole bunch of like really ridiculous things that they are figuring you should do so that your uh, significant other will, um, you know, be happy enough that, uh, you know, you can play Diablo 4 <laughs> without them or maybe with them. It just kind of depends, you know, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of silliness after that. So I encourage you to read that one if you're looking for just some absolute goofy stuff. Wowhead again has Fractured Peaks Campaign Guides now available for Diablo 4 written by uh, Jez Artros. Um, so here's a little bit about that. It's definitely got a screenshot here of of the area. It says, The Diablo 4 beta weekends introduced us to Sanctuary after the events of Diablo 3 and thrust us straight into the newest conflict between the High Heavens and the Burning Hells. With the campaign on full display, many adventurers powered through the first chapter of this epic story only to be left wanting more. It stands to reason then that many players will want to make their way through this content quickly, having already experienced it, and that's where our Fractured Peaks campaign overview comes into play. There's a link to all of it. There's some pictures in here. Um, um, and I'll just leave you to read the rest of it, you know, because it's that's really what it is. You either either you did this in one or both of the betas that were out, um, and you'll be doing this again when you go into the server slam, and you know it's just like that. But if you're new to this and you didn't get into the previous betas, then maybe read this Wowhead thing. Bloodshed, you, you know Bloodshed. He's one of the Diablo creators. He's um, at Blizzard Entertainment content creator right now, and he posted this on Twitter. 
He put a little fire emoji and said, I am truly honored to announce that I've joined the digital marketing team at Diablo at Blizzard Entertainment. Really excited to officially punch my ticket to hell. And there's a picture here of the Lilith statue and a little ticket, like a movie ticket kind of thing. At the side, it says hell, admit one, and has 666 on either side. And then he's got his, his uh, name across the... The corner of this thing so that's pretty neat somebody asked him what will you do in that role and bloodshed says try not to get fired for offering constant feedback has been my prime objective great beta review video by the way the person that uh oh the person that asked it was quinn who we know quinn uh he's done diablo stuff before and there's a whole bunch of people congratulating him in the, this whole thread there after that I have not one, but two pieces of art made about Lilith that I can share with you. And then that's going to be the end of this episode. So the Blizzard Entertainment account tweeted, embrace our mother Lilith and tagged the artist uh, by Art Dennis or Denise, D-E-N-I-S-S. -S. I'm not sure which way that's supposed to be pronounced. But here we have Lilith with her, you know creepy wings unfolded and she looks very very angry there appear to be some of those fallen demons running around behind her there's a bright light in the background which might be an Arius. and um yeah it's really interesting so i'll leave you to look at that if you'd like to and then there's one more written uh created by someone named kyle kahos at kyle punk art uh, this person has commissions open. This is a close-up of Lilith. And this person wrote, Lilith is finished as you requested, mortals. And then put hashtag Diablo 4 and hashtag Lilith. And this is definitely a close-up of her face with all the horns sticking out and some, like, um, uh, mascara running down her face and the whole thing. It looks pretty cool. So I, I love how many people are drawing Lilith just because they want to, you know? I think that's really neat. And you don't get too many, at least in the, um, you know, Diablo games, whatever. You don't get a heck of a lot of very strong, independent, chaos-causing female characters in these kinds of games. You know what I mean? They're either a helper or they're a follower or they're, you know, this kind of stuff. So I think it's neat that everybody's really enamored with Lilith for whatever reason and drawing different versions of her and they all look really cool. So that's where I'm going to end this show. Didn't have a lot of stuff to talk about uh, without, you know, reading everyone's article word for word. And I'm hoping to see y'all in the server slam, which is going to be in May. And I'm sure you all get in, right? Of course, of course we will. It's a server slam. Everybody should get in. And that's where I'm going to end this episode. You have been listening to episode 407 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. Missed an episode? You can find the show blog and listen to the show archives at www.shatteredsoulstone.com. Come join us in-game. Our in-game community and clan, both named Shattered Soulstone, are open to anyone who would like to join. You can also join us on Discord for the ultimate team and community-based experience. Find the Discord invitation link on our Twitter and Facebook page, as well as the Shattered Soulstone website. Thank you for listening.